Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys a little bit of food for thought for the week. Just some stuff I wanted you to think about as I reflect on my last two weeks. Uh, I know you're thinking, two weeks, Sensei, you were here last week. Yes, yes, I was. But there was some stuff going on uh, that I want to talk to you guys about because I've just finished a really awesome, really it's about 13 days, but nonetheless, just some awesome, awesome times. Uh, so f- background here as to what's happening, and, and this will come full circle, and I'll hit my, my nail kind of on the head, I promise you, like I always do. So a couple of weeks ago, not this past Wednesday, Wednesday before, my nephew Kai, who lives in Denver, he is my sister-in-law's uh, middle son. He was eight years old when he came out here. I uh, took his first solo trip out here to New York. And it was a really, really, really exciting time. Um, for reference, he has an older brother. And his older brother has had made this trip by himself many times. Uh, and his older brother's reached an age now where uh, this summer he's working, trying to save up for a car in order to gain his independence a little bit. So... We asked his older brother if he wanted to come out this year, and the older brother, Nicholas is his name, said to us, you know, no thanks, um, I'm going to continue to work so I can afford a car. You know, not that I don't want to see you guys, but I'd like to be able to afford my car by the end of the summer. So we thought that was industrious, and we thought that was really a positive mindset for him. So we weren't going to get in the way of that goal. So this opened the door for young Kai to take his first trip out here so for reference we were trying to think about when was the last time that Kai was out here in New York now he had been we saw him just before the COVID lockdown started Uh, that February March time frame we traveled out to Colorado Uh, that's when I got to do my awesome interview with Dwayne Ludwig um we went out there and saw them for his older brother's birthday. And then the world kind of fell apart for a year plus, And here we are. So the last time that Kai was out here, he was out here um, with his mother, uh, his brother and sister, and obviously himself, uh, for a big family get-together. And at the time, Slade, my furry German Shepherd co-host, was seven months old. And to put this into perspective, in October, Slade is turning four. So it gives you an idea as to how long it has been since Slade, since uh, excuse me, Kai has been here. And he was really, really excited to come. He's, he's a great young man, re- really a very good boy. Um, but he was excited to take this trip by himself, a year younger than his brother did it. Um, he was excited to be able to spend time with us have some freedom and get some attention away from his younger sister, who obviously being a little younger requires lots of attention. But nonetheless, he was really, really excited to come out here. We had him for almost two solid weeks. Uh, It is, for reference, it's Tuesday night. This morning, ridiculously early before sunrise, we brought him to LaGuardia Airport to fly him home. Um, So we had him for almost two solid weeks. And it was an absolute wonderful time. And time is really the key word 
that I want to talk about this week. As I'm talking about this time with Kai, and as I'm reflecting back over it, and about what I, as an adult, can take out of this time that this young man spent with us at our house, and I, I look at the things he enjoyed the most, and the things that we got the most out of, and the things that we'll talk about for years to come, it's not the stuff that we spent money on. Or at least, if it was, it's like, you know, nominal things, you know. Um, it's not the dinner that we went out to that he remembers the most, I don't think. I think it's all the time that we spent together. Like when we were driving uh, to the airport this morning, we were talking about like, you know, what was your what was your favorite part? What was your favorite thing we did? He talked about going on the beach with us. And it's funny, as a New Yorker, where, you know, living on Long Island, I could go to the beach whenever I wanted my whole life. Like, I have the option to not really like the beach that much. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, I did not like the beach very much at all. I, uh, you know, I didn't like, I thought sand got all up in places. I didn't like it. I'd much rather be home in my pool. Now, as an adult, I appreciate the beach a little bit more. Just that awesome tranquility of hearing the waves and being able to look out into the nothingness at the distance. And that was the thing. See, Kai lives in Denver. He's never seen the ocean. Or at least the only time he had seen the ocean, he was on a cruise ship. So it was all around him. It wasn't the same. And we took him out onto the beach um, on Long Island. There's a couple of beaches here. You can drive your four-wheel drive trucks out onto. So we were able to do that with him. And we took our dogs. We took Slade, my furry co-host, and his uh, cranky older sister, Onyx. And we took them. And it was just the greatest time. We were only out there for about two hours. But that was plenty. Kai was running into the waves chest first. Uh, Slade was doing everything that he could uh, in order to not <laughs> let, Slade, let, let Kai get hit with the waves. He kept trying to dive between Kai and the waves as best he could. Uh, it's funny, Slade doesn't love the waves that much. So he would, he would walk in as deep as he could. And as soon as his, as soon as his uh, chest and stuff got covered by the water and he wasn't able to stand on his own, he kind of left Kai on his own. But anytime Kai got in close enough, he would try to herd Kai away from the waves. And it was just this unbelievable night. Just us chilling on the beach, just hanging on the beach, watching the waves, eating some food together, just having a really nice, memorable night, watching the waves go, looking out into the infinity that is the ocean here. And it was beautiful. And even after we all went um, together, he met some cousins of mine um, over the weekend, this past weekend, and he asked Mrs. Sensei if they could go on the beach all together yesterday. So they went out for a couple of hours all together on the beach. And again, he had some kids to play with that time. So even more entertaining for him, building sand castles, letting the other kids bury him in the sand. And again, getting out in that water. Now, that brings me this whole idea. I'm telling you to bring me full circle to the idea of what I wanted to talk about this evening. Sure, I mean, I could talk about Kai's trip out here for hours if, uh, if I had the time.
really what I'm taking out of the experience is as much as we did some things that cost some money, you know, went out to a dinner here, went out and got lunch there, um, you know, went out to like a cool driving range out here. You know, we would do these couple, and you could see how hard I'm working to find these couple of things that we did like that cost like money. But the vast majority of the time that was so memorable was time that we just spent together. Time that we just spent doing not too much anything. Just us together. That's that's like the real part. That's the most important part. That's the stuff that we really remember. When asking Kai about this trip and what he liked the best, I tried to steer him a little wrong and asked him, like, oh, did you like this thing the best? Did you like that driving range the best? Did you like this the best, that the best? He said, hmm, I think going on the beach with you guys was the best. So now, it makes us think about, we've talked about the value of time previously. I talked. I told you about the very powerful lesson I got from then-sensei, now Shion Gravina, who runs the Sayasa Tiger Shulman's School, about the value of time and how time is irreplaceable. But I look at what I spent with Kai and absolutely did the pass to bring our truck on the beach. Did that cost money? It definitely did. But we didn't buy it just for this one day. It's something we bought a while ago. We've used it ourselves. It was a nominal part of the day. Did dogs cost money? Of course. Did the food we ate cost money? Of course. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about us sitting together on the beach just enjoying the nature. That cost nothing. What that cost was time. And it's funny, we talk often culturally about generosity and about how generous a person is. And we worry often about how a person pays their employees dollars and cents wise. And we talk about how generous our friends are based on their dollars and cents. But we don't often talk about how generous those people are with their time. Like that to me, as I think back through my life, through my career, that's the thing that's made all the difference. You know, it, it wasn't the money that my sensei paid me when I worked for him that was so valuable that got me to where I am today. It was the time that he spent with me. It was the time he spent teaching me. It was the time he sat there after classes going over things with me over and over and over again until I got it. Those were the things that made the difference. They didn't cost any money. They cost time. Being generous with our time is one of the most valuable things we can do. You know, as, as I worked with new instructors, not only instructors in my school, 
newer instructors in the other Tiger Shulman schools that I'm friendly with, that I'm really friendly with, that I'm really close to. I don't mind spending that time with those people. I like to be generous with that because in my opinion, that's paying it forward. But it's funny to steal a story from Shion Gravina again. I know I steal a lot of stories from him. But that's because he's got great stories. He talked about his young son, Rocco, at this point has to be about six years old. And um, when Rocco was little, Shion noticed a pattern where Rocco would come up and he would walk up to him and be like, hey, dad, you know, wanted to show him this, that, or the other, whatever little thing was was piquing Rocco's interest at that moment. And he noticed himself constantly saying to Rocco, hold on one second, hold on one second. And usually, you know, to answer an email or a text message or a phone call or post something on social media for his school. And he realized that I can only say to Rocco so many times, hold on one second, until I start hearing it back the other way. Where instead of me picking this device instead of my son, it's only a matter of time before he picks his device over me. And he made the, the decision there to draw a better line, especially when he was with his son. See, the generosity that we have for our time, how generous we are spending it with others, and more importantly, giving it to those who need it, that's huge. That's really, really worthwhile. I mean, if you break this down to the most bare bones equation, let's just think about this in a pure dollars and cents way first, and then you'll understand you know, more than that. If you really think about it, my students are paying me for the time, the hours they spend on the mat with me. But the time they spend on the mat with me is, in my opinion, only a portion of what they're really paying for. They're paying, I mean, if you think about it, it's, they, they're paying me for that, that, you know, time on the mat. But don't I spend time off the mat with them as well? Of course, if a kid's having a hard time at school with a bully, I'm going to sit with that kid. Those parents don't pay me extra for that. But to me, that's just as important. Being generous with my time to help that kid is huge. You know, I got a text message from my mom earlier today. Her son's, you know, not doing the right thing by his little brother in terms of, uh, you know, being a little bit of a bully with him. Me sitting with that young man and talking to him and getting him back on the right path, putting, you know, putting his head back where it should be. His parents didn't pay me for that time, but that's part of what I do. When you're generous with your time for others, it shows them how valuable they are to you. I think, in my opinion, it's one of the, not only easiest, but most effective ways to show someone how much they mean to you. I mean, think about it. Who do you spend the most time in the world with? Usually it's the people you love the most. I would hope it's the people you love the most. I mean, if I had to think about all the time I spent with another human being, Obviously, the top of that list is Mrs. Sensei. Why? Who do I love in this world more than her? But when you're choosing to spend your time that you can never get back, when you're choosing 
to be generous with your time with anybody. You're giving that person something you can never get back. The time that I spent with Kai in these two weeks that he was here, whether it was time that we spent at home or walking the dogs or on the, you know, on the mat at my school or whatever, that's time we'll never get back. It'll never be that time on that day ever again. But I think that the return on that investment of time, what Kai got out of it, what I got out of that time, I think that's worth more than anything else. And to me, that's the truest, um, that, that's the truest evaluation of an investment is, did we get good return on it? Was that time well spent or was that money well spent if you think about a financial investment? And I think it was. I think when he comes home and, you know, just little things are different, you know. One thing with Kai that we noticed while he was here, he's not great at drinking water. He's not great at maintaining that habit regularly. So me and Mr. Sensei made a plan to like be on him about that. And magically, he was feeling better. He had more energy. Everything else seemed to work way better. All based off of that thing that, and what did it cost us to have him drink a little more water? What did he drink? You know, eight cents of water more, <laughs> more while he was here. Whoop de doo! <laughs> I could find that walking around the sidewalk if I if I looked down enough. But what's more important? The time that I spent with him. The time that we spent thinking about it and working on it, and motivating him to do the right thing. That time is valuable. Because how he feels now because of that, it's worth so much more than that time ever was. If we're looking at the scales of value, what he got out of the time is way more valuable than the time itself. In my opinion, that's what we should think about when it comes to anything we do. I think we should be generous with our time because like I said, it's the most valuable thing we'll ever have. We'll never get it back. But we have to make sure we're getting, we're spending that irreplaceable time in the best possible ways. Listen, I could spend a ton of time with a person and completely ignore them and not put any energy or effort into what I was doing with them. And that would obviously not be a good investment of my time. Just because I sat around someone for all sorts of hours doesn't mean I was generous with my time. But if I took that time to make them, if nothing else, feel better before I walked away, then that was a worthy investment. If the person's smiling at the end and they weren't smiling at the beginning, worthy investment. If that person's a little better in some way, that's a worthy investment. Now here's the thing, we can also be generous with our time for ourselves because so often we think about taking care of people, we always put ourselves very down low on that list when in fact we should be the primary spot. So if I invested time in my recovery from my workout, whether that be a massage or chiropractic care or floating or an Epsom salt bath or whatever, cryotherapy, whatever, all those things are going to have great return on their investment. I'm not going to get that time back, of course, but I got something very worthwhile out of that time. 
And to me, I think we should realize that when we're investing time, we have to make the time to invest in ourselves as well. We can't forget that we should always get paid first, whether we're talking financially or when it comes to time. Take the time to invest in you first. Let everything else come into place from there. But don't be afraid with the people in your life or in your circle. Once you've taken care of yourself, don't be afraid to be generous with your time. Nothing shows a person you care more than taking the time to go over with them whatever it is their, their little shortcoming was or deficiency was. You know, like right now I'm working with a young instructor and I'm trying to help build up his skills and well round them out. And I have to let him stumble a little bit, but I have to be generous with my time as well. I have to be willing to sit there with him at the end of the night for 25 minutes. Okay, let's look at everything you did. Okay, this, this part right, but not this part. Here's how we fix it. Here's how you're going to make it different for next time. So it's not a mistake. Now, of course, he's going to be a better instructor from it. And if, Here's the cool part. I will be too. Because it'll remind me to think of those things when I next find myself in that position. But even more importantly, it makes me better at rolling the next generation forward. So, to that end, that's all I have for you guys this evening. As we are getting our show rolling throughout the week, I want you to immediately, immediately think about how you can be generous with your time. That's your thought for today. How can I be generous with my time? As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore Leonelli. Find me on Facebook. I'm sensei James Leonelli. When you uh, go to find my school, you can go to tsksmithtown.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tigershulmansmithtown. Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. For the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at tsmithtownpodcast. For the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole, go to tsk.com. Also, guys, please... Make sure to leave a rating. I would love to hear hear from you guys, see what you're thinking about the podcast. Most importantly, though, share it. And the greatest way that we have to help grow the podcast is if each one of you guys sends it to one of your friends. It just helps. It just grows the audience. We build that positive mindset for everybody. So please do that for me. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes every Wednesday. And until next time, my friends, I'll see you guys on the map.